0: Nerds, my dudes.
1: Oh, you call all me right. a nerd. Man,
2: I haven't had nerds in so long. So good. Well, you are what you eat. Yeah, you nerd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, two people are dying tonight. Oh, God.
1: Oh,
2: man. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry Dabbledob and Gregory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys mean? Sorry, Dabbledob and Gregory. They're clearly the more skilled players out of all four of you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, but we're they more like fun. to follow. They like to follow quest lines. Yeah. They listen.
1: I you say? listen. Don't...
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you have to say, I listen, you don't listen. <laughs> what? The number of times I say, What do you want to do, Seb? Uh, What'd you what say? You <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I want to let Tyson lead the way.
0: Let's just get fucking started for today. <laughs> I <don't know. clears throat> Welcome back to the Dicey D20, my name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Rogar Ragnak. How's it going, Rogar?
2: It's it's, uh, it's going, you know, Tuesday night, D&D.
0: What else can I ask for? Not much else, not much else. And we are also joined by Tyson McKay. Tyson, what's going on, brother? We're the champs. Alright. Uh, well, you heard <laughs> it here first, folks. Tyson and Rogar, the absolute champs. Who would like to give me a recap of what happened last session?
1: I did it last time. I think it's Sab's turn.
0: Good call. Good call. Rogar, what do um, you got for us?
2: Well, there's a lot of dicking around, that's for sure.
0: That's a there great was, observation, Rogar. There is was no, no observation.
2: Tyson <laughs> pretend to be me, and then it kind of worked mm-hmm. until yeah. they saw me there. And then mm-hmm. went out to the courtyard, went through some initiates, picked uh, Parker, my new initiate. Some big, big yep. boy, and we're off on a quest.
0: And that, that's pretty much all that happened. Correct, that is all that happened, yes. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add, Tyson? I wiped some stuff on Rogar.
2: Oh, dog uh, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't know what kind of shit it was, it could have been human. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I fought Rogar's new initiate. And lost. Fievels disappeared. Never to be seen again. I'm not sure of that. Mm-hmm. And I think the knights have accepted me as an initiate. So.
0: <laughs> That's is that what you think? That's what I believe wholeheartedly. Okay, all right. So you you yeah yeah you heard it here first, folks. Tyson McKay thinks he is now an initiate of the Knights of the New Moon. Let's uh, you know stay tuned to see how absolutely wrong he is about this. But uh, we're Rogar, we're forward. equals. I'm higher up. Absolutely not. You're right, I'm better. Okay, do you have (laughs) any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin today's session? Uh, where is Fievel? I thought you just said you took care of that, you took care of him. I don't know where the body went. Yeah, guys, you guys are are in just as much of the dark as I am on, uh, on the Fievel front. We should, uh, we should start a little segment called Fievel Watch and try and like, figure out where he is during these episodes.
1: I'll, add a, I'll mm. add a small squeak into every episode somewhere and you have to pick it out. Mm,
0: that, that's, yeah, what a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, squeak! no other questions, so, sorry, go for it. I said squeak. <laughs> <laughs> As you remember, ladies and gentlemen, the last we saw our heroes, Tyson McKay was sneaking around the headquarters of the Knights of the New Moon. He then, you know, accepted a challenge from Parker and uh, one of the commanders of the Knights of the New Moon to take him on an unarmed combat as well as sword sword to sword combat. And we uh, we had a little bit of a tussle there. Rogar ended up picking up Parker as his initiate, and you guys are currently standing in the training grounds of the Knights of the New Moon headquarters in Malvista. Wow. Tyson, okay, you, you, you know, you're, you're coming off this fight, man. You fiery temper, you're, you're feeling good, though. You held your own. That's why I'm going to kill Parker someday. Not, maybe no. not today, but it's going to happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put a little pin in that right now <laughs> and, and, and move <laughs> forward. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Well, I'll get up, brush
1: the dirt off me, because I think I <clears> fell <throat> down and played dead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I will stand at attention.
0: Very, very night of the new Mooney. Of you, Tyson. I uh, I like it, Rogar. You now have an initiate, Parker. So he uh, he does the little uh, hand over the chest, half bow to you, uh, but then he waits for your instruction.
2: Stay hey there. <laughs> you have to kneel like this for an hour.
0: God damn it! Um, this guy's gonna learn nothing from, <laughs> from Rogar. Uh,
2: I tell Parker we should go grab some some rations and equipment just
0: for the quest. Okay, so he nods in agreement. He then looks to you and says, Can I go back to the barracks and grab my things, sir? Yes. Awesome. So uh, he heads off in a military jog towards the barracks. Tyson, you're now, uh, you know, Rogar has just sent his initiated away, but you're still standing away at attention. Are you going to do anything or just wait to be dismissed? I lean into Rogar and I say, You should have picked me, bitch.
1: And then I back up and I just stare him down as I back up and walk (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay after a few seconds everyone kind of disperses and everyone returns to training and you two are left alone with each other not alone alone but you know you're in the middle of this training ground let's oh do God. it that makes it <laughs> that makes it real awkward what i just said <laughs> i thought
1: i was gonna stealthily leave <laughs> yeah i don't know rogar are uh,
2: they are they looking for me i don't think so why would they be looking for you i don't know they seemed very concerned about having me there no, nah, I don't think they're too concerned.
1: You're just joking around. <laughs> I don't know if the Knights of the New Moon get jokes.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think they get jokes. Uh, maybe your comedy just isn't hitting home with everyone, you know? Yeah, uh, my, del- you know, as- my delusional comedy where I think I'm Rogar, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So after a few minutes, <laughs> Parker returns with his things. He's clad in uh, medium armor, so it's fairly thick and padded, and he looks like he's ready to go. Took you a while. <laughs> Uh, so he, he semi-ignores Tyson McKay, he, his eyes do flick over to you, but then he looks back to Rogar and he says, what's our plan, sir?
2: Uh, we'll head down and grab some rations and uh, anything else we need for this journey. Did you
1: just send him to get it?
2: Yeah, but he went to the barracks. Oh, gotcha. So we'll head down and grab some rations and any other equipment that we
0: need for this quest awesome so you head to the stores room of the knights of the new moon headquarters here in malvista and there are two guards outside the stores room they're just looks looks like they just have sentry duty and they're they're knights of the new moon initiates so parker nods to one of them uh, and they seem to to kind of know each other and parker enters you are more than welcome to follow if you so wish
2: i do the same Uh, exact thing i don't but i walk (laughs) in anyway
0: Always got to be different. <laughs> so, the storeroom is actually blocked off by what looks like a counter, and there are uh, there are bars. Which it almost looks like the uh, you know how you go to the bank. There's the tellers. You know, there's like the the waist high desk, but then they've got like the glass. Oh, there's no so glass. It's just bars instead. So uh, I can and there's in. a very nice looking uh, older man, older gentleman. He's not super old, but nonetheless in charge of the storeroom here. And uh, he looks to all three of you, and he says. What can I help you out with, lads?
2: Give us all your food.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, going the bank robber route here. I like it. Parker looks to you, Rogar, for you to, uh, you know, explain to the guy what it is that you need.
2: Well, enough rations for a couple days because I'm not sure how long we'll be on this journey for.
0: So the old man nods once. He turns around and then brings back, packaged in like what looks to be uh, a very uh, thick or coarse type of uh, rolling paper he brings back six rations Ooh, even some J- for me just
2: for Parker or all of us
0: <laughs> uh, it's it's actually for the two of you there's nothing there for Tyson McKay <laughs> can I have one piece of cheese please <laughs> so the older gentleman looks to you Rogar and he says is this man with you boy nope. thank you <laughs> yeah I nod my head I
2: say yes he is
0: Okay, so he returns back with three parcels, and uh, you're more than welcome to take your rations if you'd like. I
1: thank the gentleman, and I take my three bags
0: of food
1: cautiously. I switch one of the bags. I switch one of the bags with Sab. Are
0: you trying to do that stealthily, or are you just doing it? No, I do it. Alright, so you switch one of the the, It's like a package But you switch one of the packages with rovers Yes Everyone sees Okay I mean, the old man's not going to do anything about this Neither is Parker I'm really just waiting for Sab to say something here
2: What are you doing?
0: Uh, It's in case he poisoned it Tyson. Okay, so now Parker looks incredulously at you And the old man just kind of furrows his brow Shaking his head Say so Tyson. It's before, if you old don't man.
2: feel comfortable getting food from here. Get it somewhere else.
0: Well, I already have it, and I run out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tyson McKay grabs his food and, uh, like a squirrel storing nuts for the winter, scurries <laughs> out of the room with his uh, his treasure in his possession. What would you guys like to do now?
2: Does he have anything else other than food, or is it just like a food storage?
0: So in the stores, they have uh, various kinds of equipment. So they'd have like, you know, flint and steel for starting fires, uh, as well as torches. They'd have extra rope, the uh, pittons for climbing and scaling surfaces. So there's all different kinds of equipment here in addition to the food stores.
2: Okay. I'll ask him if I could get some
0: rope. So he looks at you and he says, how much do you need? A couple inches. 50 feet. So he brings over one long, uh, corded and neatly stored line of hemp and rope. It is 50 feet in length.
2: I take it from him and I thank him and I flip him a gold piece, you know. Sorry for the troubles.
0: So he nods and he says, you really got to keep better company, lad. Yeah, I say I can't really control Tyson.
2: He's, he's a wild one.
0: So, the man nods and then returns to his work. Seems like he's very busy organizing things. And Parker begins to head out of the room. Okay, I'll I'll head it as well. Awesome. So, as you guys walk through the hallways out towards the entrance of the Knights of the New Moon headquarters in Malvista, Parker looks to you, a sideways glance, Rogar, and he says, So, our quest, can you fill me in on the details? Oh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure
2: it's, um... Kids are getting st- like stolen, right?
0: I want to, yeah, I want to direct <laughs> everyone's attention to the beginning of this episode where Sab was like, I listen, I listen really well. <laughs> Holy fuck, you got two options, man. You either listen really well, or you write everything down, listen to like orders, neither of those.
1: <laughs> and, Sab, there's a good trick that, uh, see, we record all of these, so you can just go back and listen. <laughs>
2: I know it's kids going
0: missing in a town. That's pretty much it. Okay, so he nods and he says, Which town is it? Well, fuck, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at you and he says, You're in charge here. You're supposed to know these things.
1: Actually, I'm
0: in charge. And I
1: step in.
2: So Rogar has a short memory, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But a long tail, if you know what I mean, and I nudge Parker.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Parker looks utterly disappointed that he's been stuck with the two of you who are in charge of making him become a full full full-fledged member of the knights of the new moon just
1: don't become luth don't become luth
0: okay he's got no idea who luth is (laughs) neither does anyone else so you guys head out onto the streets of malvista exiting the big cathedral of the knights of the new moon it is uh mid-afternoon and you guys are currently amongst the crowds. This is the, kind of the upper tier of Malvista. So much neater and cleaner on the streets. And much more wealthy or, or high class and important individuals out and about today. Where would you guys like to go? Is there anything that you guys would like to do in Malvista before you head out on your quest? Uh, can we grab some
1: horses? Can we grab our horses that we got from Crane? Yeah, you, you
0: could definitely do that. Wait, I mean, hey. isn't
2: your horse's named Noah... <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of them is, yes Oh good, I can't wait <laughs> Forgot about that, All thanks right, Sam so <laughs> y- you guys are heading to go grab your horses Anything that you'd like to do along the way
2: Can we kind of get a, like, a, a recap of the missions
0: So we know where we're going <laughs> <laughs> uh, To be fair, Tyson actually doesn't know where we're
1: going So I can't help you
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can roll me a memory check if you want Okay It's a uh, 13... Okay, you're definitely sure that there are missing children. Hey, you're all you're almost certain. You nice. were asked to go save them. Is nice. that because you're professional in stealing children? Yes. Yeah, they, they, it's it's like one of those heist movies where they consult the heist expert hey. on how to stop the guy. You know, and it's like, oh man, this guy was so good at heisting that he knows what the heister is gonna do. <laughs> That's the situation we find ourselves in, but with kidnapping. So, yeah, you're, you definitely know that there's missing children. You definitely know you were asked to find them. The name of the town you're supposed to be going to is a little bit fuzzy. Does he know the first letter? Uh, Roll me for the first letter. <laughs> you need a 14 or above. Oh, 16. Woo! Okay, the first two letters are T and R. Uh, Trojan. Traverse. Traverse, correct. Traverse is the small logging town. Where okay. the children have gone missing from.
2: Okay, I wrote it down actually, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's the better part of a day's ride from Malvista, and you'll be heading mostly southeast. Okay. So, heading down through the streets of Malvista, you quickly descend into the middle tier, and then finally to the low tier, where you head towards the Salty Shark, the tavern where you guys uh, tied up your horses outside earlier in the day. Is Dabbledob and Gregory's horse still there? At the moment, Dabbledob and Gregory's horses are still there. Let's take them. <laughs> I, I released them. <laughs> Would you like to release them? Nah. nah.
1: Fievel didn't have a horse, eh? Or did he? Nah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, he had Luck Luck. And then I got Noah and my other horse. Uh, Park- yeah, names of which are semi important. Parker can ride Noah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a big boy (laughs) (laughs) and then my other one is pedal okay see I write shit down Rogar
2: pedal yeah Yeah, Rogar what's your horse's name I haven't named it yet (laughs) that is not
0: true (laughs) it has a name it came with a name precious okay perhaps in a moment of need you'll need to calm your horse down using its name and when you don't know its name it's gonna be super funny alright so I tell I tell Parker that uh noah's name is actually jimmy (laughs) okay (laughs) uh sure so parker mounts jimmy the horse who is uh whose actually actual name is is not jimmy or noah it actually has a name but uh (laughs) nonetheless name was changed and then tyson i guess you're mounting up on pedal
1: yeah
2: yeah oh yeah the,
0: the actual name's creole yes correct and uh rogar are you hopping on your horse here
2: uh yes. Oh, I'm my horse's like, name is Ike.
0: Way. Ike, yeah. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Good <laughs> job. Uh, all of our adventures on their horses. What would you like to do? Which way yeah. are we going, Rogar? Yeah.
2: Southeast <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so I feel the need to tell you that if you just you have no compass and no understanding of the, ge- the geography, you just begin to head southeast. I'm not sure you're going to hit Traverse. I feel like you might. Southeast. Have map. We could ask someone.
2: I'll look out in the crowd to see if uh, anyone knows. Just where... anyone with a map. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there uh... like a town like in the middle of the town, like a map of, like nearby nearby cities? There is
0: not a map. This right. isn't a mall, you idiot. <laughs> you are here.
2: <laughs> well, I'll ask some random stranger then.
0: Ask Parker. Okay.
2: I don't even think he knows where it is. Parker, do you know where Traverse is?
0: So Parker looks to Tyson. He says, "Yeah, I know where Traverse is." <laughs> so
2: wow,
1: a,
0: what part, a, part of a day's ride from here?
1: What a quinky dink. Do you know how to the way to get there?
0: The trail? Well, you just follow the trade road south, and uh, you know from there. There's a a few forks in the road. All the signs will lead you there, though. Ask him what the
2: forks in the road are.
0: He's coming with us. <laughs> yeah, but like, also, what do you what do you mean? What are the forks in the road? Like, are there, the road diverges. Are there bandits?
2: Are there are there goblins? Are there traps? Are there? Do
0: you think that forks means things in the road? <laughs> yes.
2: Oh my god
0: Is this a a riddle?
1: I'm I'm confused
0: This is not a riddle It's very simple Forks in the road Just mean that the road Splits off Into two directions He said that there's signs Leading towards (laughs) Traverse
2: Well you never know There could be bridge bandits Okay
0: I don't even know How you got that From what I said Holy fuck Just forks in the road Usually that means Something bad No I just don't understand I just don't
2: understand (laughs) Forks in the road uh, equals bad.
0: No, that's not. That's not true. Fork in the road just means the the road goes two different directions. You have a choice. You can go left or right. It doesn't mean that it's bad.
2: So one way is good and the other one's bad.
0: No, no. <laughs> one,
1: I guess it's bad because it's the wrong way.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, but he's talking about goblins and things. I don't even. I don't know where this kid gets this stuff. From. Roger, are you drunk? Let's go. <laughs> All right, we I smack my horse's Windy ass. Let's go. <laughs> All right, fine. You guys are beginning on your way. Just yeah. clippity-clopping your way through the town.
1: We got to get there you quick quickly- so that we can sink ships later on.
0: Mm. All right. You True. quickly reach the main gate to Malvista. Let me out. And begin your journey towards Traverse. Is there anything that you guys would like to do along the way? Any type of, uh, you know, drinking or smoking or talking?
2: Anybody Eat got a family. pipe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently, Roger smokes. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, bring your own. Bring your own pipe. <laughs> I don't have one. I'm uh, just i I'm just more of a casual smoker, social smoker. Really, only at a party. people smoke. I like to smoke, but <laughs> I don't buy my own. You know. I'll drink um, some water. Not alcohol, though. All right, things are getting wild up in here. Hey. Okay. So. <laughs> You guys are on the road towards Traverse. There are a few other travelers on the road. The southern roads south of Malvista are much more widely traversed than the northern ones, especially this time of year. But the south roads have everything from merchants to uh, what looks to be farmers bringing some livestock towards Malvista, perhaps for sale. Ooh. I wave at all of them. Uh, this being a fairly friendly little region here, they uh, they wave back at you. Wow. <laughs> My heart's swelling with emotions right now. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's good. I'm glad that you enjoy that. I kill them all. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, along the trade road, the early hours of the afternoon seem to pass by fairly slowly. And the road narrows slightly as it follows the coast. On your left hand side, a forested area, and on the right hand side, like sparse tree line followed by vast ocean.
2: I uh, asked Parker to tell him a bit about
0: himself, like his past life. So, he looks to you, Rogar, and he says I actually grew up in the north. Spent a fair amount of my childhood there along with my family. When uh, the winter kind of turned rough, you know, it was very tough to keep the whole family well-fed. So I figured I would come down to the city to earn some coin. That way I could send it to my family. But, uh, you know jobs in Malvisa are either sailing or well there's just not many jobs for for men like me prostitution so when I (laughs) (laughs) so when I heard that the Knights of the New Moon were taking on initiates and that I could earn some good gold while doing the right thing I figured I would try my hand at it
2: you only joined for the gold or
0: well I was always a fairly strong lad you know well built my father taught me how to fight when I was pretty young And, uh, you know, do what you're good at. Am I right? I do a lot of things that I'm bad at, but it doesn't deter me. So Parker looks to you and he says, It seems you do. Like fist fighting. Or sword play. You're right. And then I I light up my hand and I say, I'm better at other (laughs) things. (laughs) Uh, So Parker eyes you and he says, yeah, you'd have to take me out before I got to you. And once I did, it wouldn't be much of a fight, Tyson. Oh, I'll take you out, all right. To dinner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he just shakes his head and then uh, trots his horse a few feet forward, disengaging from conversation with Tyson McKay.
1: <laughs> I lean over to Rogar and I say, I like this guy, he's quieter than Fievel. <laughs> okay. And taller, he can be so
0: tall If things. there's nothing else that you guys would like to do along the road, we'll... Uh, you know, time's going to flow forward a little bit here. So, traveling through the hours of the afternoon and into the early evening, uh, Parker leads the way, followed by you, Tyson, and you, Rogar. The coast has since disappeared from your sight, but Parker takes you down the path to the left. A fork in the road, if you will, Rogar. Oh, Bandits shit. Or the goblin. side. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> sign pointing towards Traverse. Uh, I wonder,
1: which
2: <laughs> way do we go?
1: Can I inspect the sign for tampering?
0: (laughs) Sure. You can roll me a d20. So
1: that's a 13.
0: Tyson, you discover a conspiracy. (laughs) The signs in Malvista all being tampered with. People going the wrong way, disrupting the economy. Oh, God. The Earth is flat. (laughs) (laughs) The Earth is flat. We never went to the moon. (laughs) Is there anything wrong with the sign? No, Tyson, there's nothing wrong with the sign. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, I turn the sign. (laughs) Okay, I mean, if you turn the sign, it's just going to point the opposite way, but there's not going to be any writing on it, you know? It's going to be facing the wrong way. He's right. It's not worth it. Okay, so you're not tampering with the sign.
1: No, I've already turned it, but I I just leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so continuing to to ride through the early hours of the evening. Uh, you guys hear the sounds of crickets and other insects chirping and Shut the up. sound of owls. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound of owls hooing in the distance. So peaceful. It is nearly 7 o'clock as dusk settles that eventually you find yourselves riding into the early parts of Traverse, the logging village. The houses are fairly spread out here in Traverse, and as you walk and trot along the main road, you see smoke rising from people's chimneys and lights lit inside the houses. I get off my horse. What would you like to do?
1: Are there any buildings that look like they have a tether for a horse?
0: Yeah, for sure. The uh, There looks to be a bar that is along the main strip here, and yeah, there's, uh, you know, made of wood. It looks like there's uh, some posts designed to, you know... Tie your horse up for the for the evening. Let's tie him up there. So you guys tie your horses up outside the Wispy Willow. Ooh. Which is a tavern in Traverse. Where all the, the locals go to, you know, gossip and talk and drink. I tie my horse up to
1: the post and I waltz up the stairs and enter the bar.
0: Okay. So you open the door to the tavern. It's uh pretty dimly lit in here. And the tavern looks like it's a fairly large or expansive room. There's obviously the bar to the left-hand side. However, though there are many chairs, there aren't many people in the tavern. Uh, What kind of people are in the tavern? That's a good question, Tyson. There's a fairly old and gruff-looking barkeep behind the counter, uh, but then only two men sitting at the bar, and... Six individuals spread out through the establishment it looks fairly gloomy there's uh, there's no music playing and everyone are just staring off into the distance at their drinks are they all adults uh yeah it looks like most of them are adults looks like there might be one or two younger workers here uh, men from Traverse. but yeah everyone's of age I, I lean over to Roger
1: and I say they've already took all the kids here. <laughs>
2: Say, Tyson, it's a bar. Usually there aren't kids here.
0: I'm underage. (laughs) Are you announcing that to the bar, or are you just keeping that to yourself? I keep it to myself,
1: and I walk up to the bartender, keeper, whatever.
0: All right, are you going to take a seat? Just stand there? What do you like to do?
2: Just stare at him.
1: (laughs) I do select, and I select... Wait twelve hours. <laughs> it's, a okay. it's a Skyrim reference for him. Oh, Okay, no,
0: I, no, I got it. It was good.
1: No, I, I, I lean over and I ask him, uh, or I tell him, I'm say, I'm uh, Tyson McKay. I'm with the Knights of the New Moon. Roll me a fucking deception. Show. I am, I am with the Knights of the New Moon. It is not a deception. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying
0: to, you're trying to pass it off that you're part of the order, yeah. and you and I both know that. I didn't say it though. I said I'm with them. <laughs> You, but if you were saying you're with them you would say I'm here with the Knights of the New Moon you're saying I'm with the Knights of the New Moon as though you're one of the Knights of the New Moon yeah.
1: uh, can we get a grammar check on this one
0: my word is final okay I'm rolling then uh, 16 okay so the man uh, looks up and eyes you up and down and he says about time someone showed up here
2: uh, oh, yep. about time
0: I'm Tyson McKay and I'm here to help
1: what can you tell me about the disappearances?
0: Okay, so if you thought the room was quiet before, it is now eerily silent. I can hear my own thoughts. The barkeep. <laughs> is that normally a problem for you, Mo- <laughs> not being able to hear own thoughts? Moving on, <laughs> moving. <laughs> All eyes kind of fixate on the barkeep, who looks to you, Tyson, and then over to Rogar and Parker, and he says, "Traverse used to be a nice place to be, full of families." starting their lives in good times all around. A real community, you know? But then, not so long ago, one of the young ones went missing. Young boy, around the age of five. William was his name. You know, the woods can be a dangerous place around here, so at first we thought it might have been bears or wolves that got him. But over the next few weeks, little Tessa and Dyer disappeared as well. Children around the same age. And that's when we knew this wasn't no bear walking into town. Always at night, always at night the children go. It wasn't until the twins were taken some days later- <laughs> Oh shit! The twins. Twas the mum that saw it first. A ghoulish creature, hulking in their window. Its eyes bright and yellow, its claws wrapped around her children Hung lifelessly in its hands, but before she could scream, it disappeared into smoke.
2: Well, that's all I need to hear. See ya.
0: <laughs> well, fuck this. I love the uh, I love the silence that just hung in the <laughs> there as he's waiting for you guys to say something, maybe alluding to the fact that you know what it is, but now you guys are just like, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's- I am. 18
1: i am maybe still able to be captures i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs>
2: it's granny assy it's not granny assy
1: fuck she's yeah nowhere- it is she's nowhere near That's here like, it- idiot
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's granny ass it says. it's the witch i knew it
1: uh for our new listeners go back to season one and listen to uh the witch in the willow and that'll explain it
0: yeah what a time needless to say the bar is silent and certainly has this uh, this eerie silence to it. The man looks to both of you and he says, In the weeks that followed, more children went missing. But no one ever saw the creature again. Deep claw marks. That's all we found in the sills of some of the homes. And some blood spattered about on the ground.
1: How many more families are left with children in the town?
0: There's enough of them. Traverse isn't so small... Nearly 300 inhabitants, all accounted for, but I'll tell you if this keeps up, all the good families they'll head for Malvista, within the city walls where it's safe, won't be long before this place is a ghost town.
1: Okay. I got a plan, guys. I pull Parker and Rogar to the side.
0: Okay, so everyone's kinda looking at you guys,
1: huddling up now. All we need to do is get the rest of the children in the town. Put them in one house, and then guard that house all night.
2: So use them as bait.
0: No, protect them. Tyson, do you actually mean protect them, or do you mean use them as bait?
1: I'll roll a deception check. Uh,
2: how about you dress up as a kid and then?
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So Parker looks to both of you and he says, "Do you have any idea what it is? A demon." i'm
2: thinking it's a it's a werewolf to be honest (laughs) (laughs) why so i have i have few questions (laughs) why would it be yellow bright eyes sharp claws
1: but why would they just go after children werewolves don't care they go after
2: everyone maybe it's a pedo werewolf i don't know
0: (laughs) okay so our our theories are demon and pedo (laughs) werewolf that's that's dope Uh, which one which one's stronger (laughs) So, Parker looks to both of you and he says, Come on, Rogar, you must have encountered something like this before.
2: There was a witch a while back, but I'm not sure if she's in this area still. But or her reasons Smith.
1: for her reason for wanting children was she wanted the two so that she could create more uh, witches, but why would she take more than that? Because
2: she wants an
0: army. Witches don't usually... I'm actually not going to answer. <laughs> Rogar... <laughs> Yeah, Rogar. It's a good working theory. The witches are looking to make an army of witches.
1: What other things have you fought, (laughs) Rogar? What was the thing you fought on our downtime? Succubus. Did she have yellow eyes? Okay. Not
2: that I could remember.
1: (laughs) Okay, you didn't write that down. All right.
0: (laughs) So Parker looks to you and he says, "Ah, it's surely not a succubus. I mean, the signs are nothing like that of a succubus." I don't know, man. You're in charge here. How do you more clues? <laughs> Listen,
1: my my plan, stay strong. You know, we could...
2: All right, you dress out. up as a kid and we're going to see what it is, okay?
1: No, that was your plan. I said we bait all the,
0: <laughs> we put all the children in a room. Okay. After huddling for a few minutes, Parker says, Well, come on, we need some kind of plan. Or maybe we need to go do some more investigating.
1: All right, I'm down to investigate. I go up to the barkeep and I say, Where can I find the family that first lost their... Or lost, um, the twins.
0: The family that lost the twins, or the family that lost the first child? Let's go with the twins, because she actually saw it, so maybe she can give us more detail. Uh, the barkeep, cleaning a glass, looks to you and he says, Ah, that'll be the house up on the hill. Head down the street a fair ways until you see, a street branch off into many different directions. Head upwards, and south, and you'll find a nice little cabin on the hill. A little secluded from the other houses, but, well... I'm sure they'll be happy to see someone's here to help. Let's
1: go, boys.
0: What would you guys like to do? Mount my uh, horse.
2: Head up to that hill.
0: You guys walk through the main street of Traverse. Uh, The town is very quaint, but as you walk by you see candles lit in almost all of the houses, not one blacked out. Heading down uh, to nearly the end of the street, it looks like there's a fairly worn footpath that heads south and up a gentle incline and up on the hill some trees surrounding it you see a cabin with uh, what looks to be candlelight inside smoke coming out of the chimney. I dismount my horse and I start walking towards the house. The earth beneath your feet is just a tad bit wet little bit of dew from some rain which must have uh, come earlier in the day. The trees and the forest it really smells quite earthy here as you tie your horse up to one of the posts at the porch i'll uh i'll go knock on the door okay so you knock on the door there is silence followed by the footsteps of uh of an individual walking across the hardwood floor the door opens only partially at first and the face of a woman peers out from behind the door her eyes are brown uh, and they look, look kind of puffy and swollen. As she looks to you, she uh, you know, kind of feebly says, Who are you? What is it that you want?
2: I introduce myself. Said I'm Rogar, and I'm with the Knights of the New Moon. I was just wondering if I could talk to you about some information about uh, kids going missing.
0: So she eyes you up and down, clearly not used to seeing a dragonborn. She, uh, however, opens the door and says, All right, well... Come on in, I suppose. Okay.
2: Uh, All right. I'll walk in.
0: I follow closely behind. All right. Parker ties up his horse and then heads inside as well, closing the door behind him. The cabin or the cottage here is fairly cozy. There is a nice stone fireplace, which is in the corner, keeps the room nice and warm, a fairly well-loved kitchen table, as well as, you know, a, a hearth or a kitchen prep area. And the chairs, everything, looks like it's been handmade out of wood from the town. Wow. Beautiful home you have here. (laughs) The woman almost ignores what you say, Tyson McKay, seemingly not noticing, and you notice that there is a man sitting at the kitchen table. He has a glass in one hand and a bottle within reach of the other. He kind of looks up to this, you know, troop of adventurers in his home, and he says, Please... Take a seat.
2: I oblige. Okay, I sit.
0: So, where have you come from?
2: Um, Uh, I say Malvista.
0: Thank you. We've been pleading with someone to do something about this for some time. I've become... Well, I've just lost my hope.
1: Well, we're here now.
0: How can we help? The man looks to his wife, and she seems like she's kind of out of it, staring off into the distance. She says... Is there any chance? Is there any chance you could find my children?
2: I say if you give us the right information, we may be able to track this thing down.
0: So, uh, she looks to her husband, and he nods slightly. She then takes a glass, pours herself a drink, and shakily, she swallows it down. She looks at the floor as she recounts the tale, and then up towards the window where her eyes seemingly trail off. She begins to recount her tale. It was a long day. The children were being so restless. Well, I just... You know, you sometimes become overwhelmed with it. Wish that they'd behave better, or... You know, you even wish that they weren't around. She kind of chokes up a little bit. She says, I put them to bed. A little early for the day, I suppose. But the sun was setting. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Closed the door, and came back downstairs to prepare some food, and all of a sudden it felt quite drafty in the house. kind of seemed odd to me because I could have sworn I would closed the window and the shutters upstairs. You know, Tristan wasn't home yet, so... Well, I took my time, but I walked up, and I could feel this cold air blowing underneath the doorway. I felt so so silly for leaving the window open. I, I could have sworn I would closed it.
1: It's a white walker.
0: <laughs> I felt so silly. I felt like I had forgotten to close the window. So I, I let the door open. As it swung forward, this, this terrible fright came over me. There, lurking, crouched half in the window and half out was this, this thing, this large man. But it, but it, it couldn't have been a man. It wasn't a man. Its long black claws were clenched around Astrid. But she just kind of lied there, lifeless-like. Its teeth were gaping. It smiled at me, had this this look in its eyes. Oh, "'I've never seen anything like it,' she says. As she, very shakily this time, pours another drink and swallows it. I froze with fright. I couldn't do anything. Its eyes seemed to hold me there. I blinked and it was gone, and only then could I let out a scream.' I ran to the window, but I couldn't see anything. Ran back downstairs, and Tristan was just coming home. We haven't seen them since.
2: I asked her if she could describe the creature more.
0: So, Tristan remains silent, and the woman says, It was big. So big. and its she feet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys.
0: Had these bare feet with these long black nails seemed like it was wearing rags or some type of shawl almost like a like a cowl over its over its head but this wispy white hair and these terrible yellow eyes it's bigger than any man I'd ever seen twice as large no more I I don't know what I saw sir
1: large thing (gasps) that can fit through windows Uh, I think it's Gregory
0: (laughs) (laughs) Plus 100 experience points. It's, it's not Gregory, but, uh... Well, you guys did it. You, we it wrapped it up. You solved <laughs> the case. What a, what a three days in Malvista story. Well, I'm glad that you guys figured it out so quick.
2: That husband's there as well, right? Correct. Can I ask him if he saw anything
0: different? So he looks to his wife, and then he says, I, I can't verify your story. I didn't see anything myself. Yeah, Glenda and I have talked about it a fair bit. I don't know what she saw was true or not, but... I don't know. I don't know what to believe.
1: I asked Tristan if he's seen anything unusual around the premises in the like the days previous.
0: No, no. Well, mind you, I'm off... logging all day. Not usually around the house. No, I didn't see anything strange. I mean, that one girl had gone missing. Not but a week prior, but thought it was just a bear or something. You know? Didn't think to... Uh, I should have been here. I could have done something.
2: There, yeah, asked there, they asked if they've gone outside to see, like, like, if, like, the footprints go somewhere, or if they even went outside to go see if there were footprints.
0: That uh, was the first thing I did. Looking for tracks, you know? Bears can climb, I mean. And with those big yellow eyes and claws, that's what I thought... I, that's what I thought... Glenda had seen, but I got outside and it wasn't even a footprint.
1: The barkeep mentioned that there was claw marks around. Can we go look at one of the claw marks?
0: Aye, you can. I'll tell you, though, it's it's not like any claw mark I've ever seen. Let's go okay, check it so out. So, Tristan and Glenda, with a lantern in hand, lead the way upstairs to the children's room. The door is closed and Glenda looks to Tristan and seems kind of nervous about entering, but Tristan holds his lantern up a little bit higher, opening the door and letting it swing open. Hold me! (laughs) I hold (laughs) him. Okay. Parker looks to both of you and he says, come on, it's just a room. Shut up, Parker.
1: That is your real (laughs) name. And I walk in.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, the room is very clearly a children's room. There is a, a rocking horse In the one corner, lots of different blocks of wood to play with. Blocks of wood to play with? The room looks like it hasn't been touched or or altered since the children disappeared. There are two beds, one on either side of the window, and it's there at the window, in spite of it being shut, that it looks like the window sill has these very large, deep claw marks in it.
1: (sighs) I know what it is. You guys ever seen Monsters, Inc., when they go through
0: the portals?
2: Yeah. The
1: portals are the window this time. It's monsters Inc. It's Scully. Scully did it.
0: Alright, another hundred experience points. The case is solved.
1: Damn, I'm nailing it, man. Hundred experience points. Can I do a uh would it be an investigation check on the
0: claw mark? Uh no, it would be it'd be perception. Or survival check? Yeah, it can be a survival check if you're trying to trying to determine the species. If okay. Trying to like track the creature, it would be survival check, but there's only one one claw mark here so yeah I'll just try and do a memory check to see if I've ever seen one before okay uh that's an 18 as you investigate further you see that the window sill itself must have been bearing a lot of weight because it looks like the top of the sill has been crushed slightly by whatever uh you know limb was there the claw marks are deeper than that and they run almost down the wall a little bit so whatever had grasp of this has quite quite a large hand or paw or uh, you know extremity, mm-hmm.
1: and that's coming on from the outside or the inside.
0: Yeah. So it looks like the print or the uh, or the the claw marks themselves are on the inside. Is there anything on the outside I can see? Uh, you can open the window if you like. Yeah, I would like to. Okay. Hold me. So you <laughs> you open the window and then I guess you're inspecting like you're sticking your head out and you're looking down or up. So you look down, and you see no claw marks indicating that anything has climbed up the wall. I'm a genius. I get on the roof. So you're climbing out the window and then climbing up to the roof? If I can. Okay, uh, so without telling anyone your plan, you begin to step out the window and <laughs> climb towards the roof. As you step on the windowsill and turn yourself around to face the peak before uh, you know climbing up, you do see another large gouging <sighs> claw mark near the corner of the tiling of the roof. It's oh, Santa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew it.
0: Another hundred experience <laughs> points, Sherlock Holmes. Everyone,
2: <laughs> I'm
1: racking up. All right, yeah. So I'm gonna try and cl- connect. like, is how high
0: is the roof from where I am? Uh, you'll have to grab the top of the window frame, pull yourself up a little bit, and then grab onto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's five and a bit feet oh, up from the window.
2: Easy money.
0: I say I think I see something, Rogar. Can you give me a hand?
2: I'd boost them up.
0: Okay, so you boost him up. I I'm gonna require a strength check on this one. On Rogar or me? On Rogar. Okay. Oh
2: god. Hold
0: me. Let's say
2: sixteen.
0: Okay, so you adequately boost Tyson McKay up so he can grab at the edge of the roof itself and pull himself up. Tyson McKay, I'm gonna need a strength check out of you. Oh god. Uh ten? Yeah, it's good enough. With Rogar's help, you're able to pull yourself onto the roof. Nice. And then I scramble towards the claw mark. Uh, so the claw mark is at the edge of the uh, of the roof where I... you were climbing up from. Okay. Can I inspect that one as well? Yeah. This claw mark looks like it was uh, you know whatever whatever was grabbing here was uh, grabbing at the the roof at the edge of it to lower itself down towards the windowsill. Are there any other claw marks on the roof? There are no other claw marks on the roof. Mm.
1: I deduce that it flies. Yeah, I
2: was just about to say that.
1: Maybe. So
0: deducing that it flies, Tyson McKay, are you just shouting this out to the town, or are you just you know saying it to yourself?
1: Well, we're pretty far away from the town, right?
0: Yeah, not super far. I mean,
1: I say that an adequate your, your like, voice could carry. I say it at a level, you know, that's normal conversation. So if anyone overhears me, it's whatever.
0: For sure. Yeah, Tyson McKay, I'm going to hand you 100 experience points for your Sherlock Holmes sleuthing skills here.
1: That's it? I got 100 points for every time I guessed wrong. Unless this is wrong, too, then. <laughs> so what would you like to do? Is there a chimney? There is. Can I look down it?
0: Yeah, you'll have to uh, to slide your way down the the roof towards the chimney. The chimney's not the highest point. Okay. Nah, I don't need to do that. Can I
1: do a perception check while I'm up there to look around, like, the landscape and see if there's any where a uh, flying beast would be, maybe? So, roll me a d20. Uh,
0: that is... 16. So, looking over the landscape, it's moonlit and uh, quite dark. However, you can make out all the lights in Traverse, the small logging town. And the lights of a few houses or residences, which are kind of outside the city or town limits, I should say, and more so in the thick of it. Uh, however, there are no mountains around, no large trees that are towering where anything could roost, and no indication that this is an area where, like, a winged creature lives.
2: Hmm.
1: I slide back down. Uh, how high
0: is the ground? The roof is nearly 26, 27 feet tall. I'm Go scared, <laughs> Uh Catch you.
1: How big is the chimney? Could it fit me?
0: Uh, the chimney's about two and a half feet by a foot. Could it fit me in it?
2: If we slap some uh, grease on
0: it. Yeah, you. yeah, I
1: guess so. I mean, yes. I s- slide down to the chimney,
0: <laughs> and I try and wiggle my way down the chimney. Okay, uh, so you slide your way down to the chimney. Can I get a dex check here? Santa! Don't want you to miss the chimney and fall off the roof. Eleven. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) And then, uh, (laughs) you stand up and look down the chimney. There's a lot of smoke, which is kind of billowing out towards your face. Oh god, it's lit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) How am I gonna get down, Rogar?
2: (laughs) You're resistant to fire, aren't you?
0: (laughs) 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 So Rogar's just encouraging you to go down the chimney.
2: (laughs) I mean, we could always put the fire out and then you go down it.
1: Just catch me down below.
2: I, yeah. I can, but I bet <laughs> I could fit into the fireplace.
1: No, not in the fire. I meant outside. <laughs> I could just lower myself down and you can catch me.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do that.
1: <laughs> okay, let's do that. I shout down and I say, Rogar, come outside and catch me.
2: Okay, I go outside.
0: Okay, so you're heading outside Rogar Parker follows and as you guys are walking away You hear Glenda, the mom, say to Tristan What is he doing on the roof? Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Ho
1: ho ho Merry Christmas Your kids have been very good this year
2: Oh god
0: Okay So, uh, Rogar You're now outside the house and uh, Tyson McKay is up grasping the chimney
2: Jump me boy (laughs) I
1: lower myself like slowly off the roof so I'm hanging a little bit before I drop. Okay.
2: Oh my god, I, somebody help.
1: <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Suicide's not yeah, a joke. Yeah, this
0: height's like a sprained ankle, it's not like death. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Especially I,
0: now that you're lowering yourself down.
1: I say, Rogar,
2: catch me
0: and I let go. Okay, Okay, Rogar, I'm going to need a dex. Ah, I'm going to need a strength check for you to catch Tyson McKay.
2: Ooh, that's a 24.
0: Hey. All right, so you expertly catch him, bending your knees at the right time so you don't strain your back, and you catch him like a damsel in distress. My hero. (laughs) Rogar, for helping out in the investigation, by helping to get Tyson off the roof, I'm going to hand you 100 experience points.
1: Wow. I tell Rogar to lead me to the... Wait, is everyone there or just Parker and him? It's him and Parker. Okay, that's good. I get off of Rogar and I say, uh, Gentlemen and lizard man, I have deduced that the creature flies. Okay. And I believe it's a vampire. Oh! <laughs> it doesn't make any
0: sense, but we'll go with it for now.
2: A big-ass vampire.
1: It's that or Santa Claus,
0: man. I say Santa Claus. Pa- okay, so Parker looks to both of you and he says are you telling me that you're an experienced knight of the new moon and, and you have no idea what it is that we're don't hunting
2: don't talk to me like <laughs> that
0: <laughs> he says look I've abided by your your seemingly you know ill advised manners
2: shit okay
0: <laughs> it seems as though you, you don't know what you're doing most of the time hey we've well, saved a town how and- did
2: I get here then <laughs>
0: I honestly don't know. I don't know. He's
1: actually asking you, how did he get here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused.
2: (laughs) Listen here, Parker. I don't like your tone. You're going to treat me with more respect if you want to get where I am.
0: Roll me an intimidation please. Am I still in Rogar's arms? You are not. Uh, You said you got out of his arms.
2: That's a 19.
0: Okay, so Parker looks at you and he says, I'm very sorry, sir. I, I shouldn't have spoken like that to you. I'm just frustrated, you know? I can't believe this thing's getting all these children, and we're just sat here grasping at straws.
2: My uh, takes it takes time, you can't just find what it is right away. It could be anything, right?
0: I suppose. But that description, I mean, it's so... I haven't heard of anything like it. It must be unique.
2: Well, uh, I asked him if you have any guesses, like, feel free to speak.
0: No, oh, you're right. I don't know either. But I don't think it's a werewolf for a very large vampire. Mm. You're right. I got one more question for the family. Okay. I guess you guys are adjourning your meeting here and heading back inside, <laughs> or back to the porch at least. I've decided
1: we adjourn this meeting. What would you like to do? I go up to the family and I ask, well, I tell them about the claw mark on the roof. And I ask them if they know at what intervals children have gotten missing, like how many days
0: in between. So the man says, on the roof. You found a, 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 a track on the roof a claw mark, sir. Uh, but how? But how would something get up there without leaving any claw marks around? I believe it flies, sir, or can oh.
1: or can leap great distances.
0: May the gods have mercy on us.
1: Are you going How how often do they get attacked?
0: Well, the first girl was taken nearly a month and a half ago. Then there was nothing for about a week. Then the twins. Then a week later some other boys. And now it seems every few nights there's a child goes missing in Traverse. Okay,
1: okay. So the it's ramped up production.
0: Production? What do you mean?
1: Gotta For go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta
1: go. Said too much. I'll do in the investigation. <laughs> we'll let you know when we find them. Uh,
0: yeah. I just imagine you being, like, in a in a criminal minds type of scenario. <laughs> you know, like, there's the kid who's been missing for 48 <laughs> hours, and they're like, when did this girl go missing? Oh, two nights ago. Ah, oh, gosh, she is probably all chopped up. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, I gotta go.
1: <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> no, I just tell them that uh, ramping up production, as in attacks, is what
0: I meant. So, Tristan looks to you, he kind of holds his wife, who's uh, shaking, and Sobbing quietly into his chest, and he says, "I don't think we can take much more of this. I'll take her inside."
1: Thank you for your time, and I promise we'll try and
0: find them. Okay. So they both turn and walk back inside, closing the door behind them. And uh, Tyson, that was a that was a truly nice thing you said there, my friend. A tear streaks down my face.
1: <laughs> I had family that plus two
0: hundred and fifty experience points. Wow. So he, he's doing your job, Rogar <laughs>
2: he's, Pick it he's up, he's man He's my initiate <laughs> <laughs> oh, do his job.
0: He is not your initiate <laughs> Jesus Christ Did you hear
1: that, Parker? You're just dead weight
0: Parker is uh, is staring off into the distance And doesn't even seem to notice that Your comment What do you see, boy? <laughs> so he still remains silent And stares off into the woods Oh god, I look where he's looking,
1: yeah, with, he's my, looking at. with my With my heat vision goggles
0: so, you look off into the distance. Are you trying to... You're trying to perceive something, so I'm going to roll, have you guys roll perception checks. Okay. That's a 21.
1: That not 20. Oh, damn. Okay. We're seeing all shit.
0: Tyson McKay, you see nothing in the, in the forest. Gosh. No outlines of any heat signatures. And Rogar, a flash of yellow so quick that you're not even sure if you saw it, a pair of yellow eyes vanish in the forest. And that is where we will leave things today
1: damn it it's hiding from me so this adds to my vampire theory how so tyson uh vampires don't have heat signatures Mm.
0: it's
1: a good theory yeah
0: yeah plus plus 100 experience points tyson
1: nice look at me go (laughs) soon i will have all of the 100 experience points
0: (laughs) gentlemen do you have any questions comments or concerns before we end things off for today i have a strong
1: question uh, that might be reaching sure. a little bit. Okay. But uh, what is the creature?
0: Yeah, I'm not damn I'm not it. not answering Worth that. a shot. What
2: like has you, yellow eyes?
0: <laughs> White um, walkers. Yeah, I guess you guys have some homework to do, you know, looking for the answers. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Dice City 20. It's been my pleasure bringing you guys another episode here. Big shout out to Rogar and for, to Tyson McKay. And you know, they're trying to save some kids. You know, it's an admirable thing they're doing here.
2: Yeah, you know, Rogar, I took two kids. It's the least I could do
0: <laughs> yeah, least least he can do is stand by helplessly while more are taken. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you very much for that, guys. Congratulations on completing another episode. I'm getting a little bit closer to this guy here. A little, little spooky, a little eerie. I would say.
1: I'm scared. I'm in a basement right now.
0: I'm terrified.
1: <laughs>
0: I see the the pink drywall behind you. It's uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that thing where
1: you sprint up the stairs when you turn the lights off because I'm real scared. <laughs>
0: Don't let the monster grab your feet through the stairs. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I want to say thanks so much for listening to the Dice D20. This is Noah, signing out.
1: Uh, Sherlock Holmes
0: bids you adieu.
2: And Watson's peacing out. <laughs> Watson, you piece of shit. Sure, sure. or I'll smack you with my top hat.